Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion, unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. Alien. It was cold that night. Colder than normal for that time of year. I remember clear as yesterday, though how could I not? given that it was when this nightmare began. I'd been out in the field, tending to my flock, where I'd first seen the light in the night sky. It was a fiery speck that twinkled like a distant flame at the end of a pitch-dark cellar. I remember glancing up at the time and disregarding it as meaningless, the folly of the heavens, but I'd soon find my initial assessment to be wholly inaccurate. A while later, for reasons still unknown to me, I glanced up a second time to see the speck had now doubled in size. This time it held my gaze and I just stared upwards until my neck got sore. Within the burning orange, the shape of a dark disc was now visible. There was something solid in the fire. A rock, maybe, I thought. I considered running to the local town to alert the village council in case it was something more, but thought better of it. What's the point? I'd asked myself. Space rocks fall in my fields all the time. Only recently had I found a large meteor the size of my skull still smouldering in its crater not too far from where I was standing that night. This was just another rock. I was sure of it. 
After rounding up my wayward cattle and herding them into their night dwellings, I set back to my house, sparing one last glance upwards. This time, I was stopped dead in my tracks. The rock was as now as large as our star in the night sky. Now, however, the rock was recognisable as something else, something artificial. A metal disc that I remember thinking at the time looked like a, a burning plate. A burning plate that was getting larger as it drew closer. This certainly merited the attention of the local council, but at this point I'd never reached the town in time, so instead I just stood with mouth agape and watched. I watched as the fire grew brighter. I watched as the disc grew larger, and I watched as the object came to a surprisingly gentle collision with the ground of the field adjacent to the one I was standing in. The ground shook as dirt flew into the air, and still, all I could do was watch. Eventually, I somehow managed to move, and did so in the direction of this landed heavenly thing as fast as I could. This apparently wasn't the first time a metal object had fallen from the sky. I'd heard stories from far away of metal beasts descending from space shrouded in fire. They would unfurl themselves from the ball they arrived as and view our world with cold, glassy eyes. They were wordless and mechanical and sought only to take our plants our livestock and, on a couple of reported occasions, one of our own. These were just rumours, though, hearsay, and most had disregarded them as such, but now, faced with a thing in actuality, I realised there must at least be some truth to the stories. As I arrived in the adjacent field, I found the disc, which, as it happened, was more conical in shape sat smouldering in the dirt bowl its impact had formed, like a metal egg in an earthen nest. From its metal-panelled side, a doorway began to open with a hiss, revealing a dark interior, and then... stillness. A slave to my curiosity, I took a couple of foolish steps forward, eager to peer inside. Edging closer, step by step, I came almost within arm's reach before a tall figure appeared in the doorway, with enough suddenness to send me falling over backwards onto the ground. The visitor was garbed in strange, chunky, pale clothing that appeared seamless. This was save for the hole its head, the only visible part of the creature, poked out of. It appeared fragile by comparison to us. Its pale skin was pulled taut over an angular bone structure, large eyes set close together and far into their sockets, and with a patch of something strange and burnt orange on its crown. Was this headwear, or something organic? It looked almost plant-like, as though it was growing from the creature's scalp. Seeing me sat on the floor, it took a step forward and extended its hand, adorned with an extra digit, in my direction. I viewed it suspiciously. Was I to be taken with the visitor, like the victims of the stories I'd heard? It pulled the tight skin around its mouth back to reveal rows of tiny teeth, far more than normal, all of near uniform size, 
I couldn't tell if this was an expression of aggression or reassurance, though given the circumstance, I assumed the latter. I felt far from reassured. Who are you? I wanted to scream. Where do you come from? I already half knew the answer to this second question. Upwards. Outer space. What stood before me was a creature from another planet, another galaxy for all I knew. After a moment's hesitation, I reached up and grabbed the creature's hand, covered in its strange armoured glove, and allowed it to pull me up. Teeth still bared, it spoke words in a language we'd later come to understand, and fear. This was only when its peers used this language to talk us from our homes, which we'd soon learn were positioned over rich mineral and ore deposits we had yet to discover for ourselves. This was also the language that was used to tell us they were taking our resources, our land, for themselves, and they would let us live peacefully if we stayed in our designated safe zones. They then used their words to negotiate the terms of our slave-like labour in the mines they'd set up in the rubble of our former towns. Don't worry, the visitor said after helping me to my feet. I'm from the planet Earth. We come in peace. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. Alien was written by Matthew Butcher, narrated by Steve Conlon, with music by Tom Robson. For more information and even a free book, head over to www.porkandcleaver.com. Or if you'd like to support the show, we've just launched a Patreon campaign at www.patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. There you'll be able to support the show from as little as a dollar a month. Get your greasy fingers on a quarterly collected print edition of The Other Stories and even suggest story ideas or be featured in a story yourself. So, until next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com.
products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit MFM.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.